BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Make It Plain. Make It Plain. M.I.P. With Masamela Mark Thompson. Make It Plain. Get woke. Ladies and gentlemen, we're happy to be joined today by the former EPA administrator during the Obama administration. She actually serves as the first White House National Climate Advisor. And it seems we have these guests on our show in the administration, these cabinet members from Boston. We have the Secretary of Labor on from time to time. And now we have, the, and then there, these, I'm where all these Boston people come from in this administration. I don't understand. Uh, we have, we gonna... have our own way of communicating, <laughs> Reverend, don't we? You do, you do. And uh, we're in the midst of a baseball season, so we'll try to stay focused here. Uh, in, in, in all of this. But we welcome uh, White House Climate Advisor Gene McCarthy. How are you today? I'm fine, Reverend. How about yourself? Just fine. Pleasure uh, to have you. The president announcing what can be done about heat to protect workers and communities. As you probably know, we on August 28th, we had uh, the March on Washington. Again, the 58th anniversary. Um, Advisor McCarthy, I cannot imagine if it was as hot on August 28, 2021, as it was August 28, 1963, we might not have even had an I Have a Dream speech, yeah. not to, and definitely not one in a suit um, from Dr. King. It, it is clear it is getting hotter and hotter. Yeah, this year really is record-breaking. And I think that while it's, it's terrific that we've been able to have President Biden going out to New York and New Jersey and Louisiana and, and going out to the Idaho and Wyoming and and California to, to take a look at the wildfires and the droughts and the hurricanes, they they don't call heat stress the silent killer for nothing. You know, we have seen tremendous levels of heat all across the country, but specifically in the Pacific Northwest. And, and we are seeing in those areas hundreds of excess heat deaths. We are seeing thousands of, of emergency room visits cropping up during these heat waves. And it's a danger to all of us. It may not be as stark as some of the other challenges that make the news headlines, but we may need to make this a headline because this is actually impacting the most vulnerable in our communities. It's the senior citizens, it's the black and brown community 
communities, the communities that are financially challenged, our tribal communities. These are the ones that are heaviest hit when it gets this hot. And they simply languish in their own communities without the level of assistance they need. And a, a lot of this is about outdoor workers and laborers and how we begin to use the power of the whole of the federal government to start making this a more visible issue, to stop and break the silence that surrounds this, and to actually take actions to make resources available to protect people. It's a big deal. And it's, as you mentioned, it's it's growing bigger every day. One out of three Americans have been experiencing some type of, of uh, climate-related impact over just the past few months. We got to get it and we then we got to get moving. And really what the administration is announcing now is our whole of government pr- approach to do just that, to just move, to make this a visible issue and to develop strategies and investment opportunities so we can keep people safe in their own communities. More MIP after this message. Let's start with workers. How can the federal government help protect workers from heat stress and and heat-related injuries and deaths? Well, our Department of Labor is is right now taking quite a few independent actions about this, as they should. Specifically, the OSHA is moving forward, our Occupational Safety and Health Administration, because they have to now set a standard for what is a dangerous heat level so that we can protect our outdoor workers and our indoor laborers. We are talking about the agriculture community, our construction workers. We're talking about people that live in factories and they have to begin to set standards recognizing that heat is just as consequential as other pollution levels and our workers need to be protected. But secondly, they are going to sort of rethink their their complaint response in their enforcement strategies. Because people have been complaining about the excess heat, we have to prioritize those complaints and we have to come down and enforce the law. There are general provisions about how we protect workers and make sure that they can actually get their concerns heard and move forward. But beyond that, there's some marvelous opportunities that we have across the federal government to start investing in things like cooling centers in every community. We have an ability to actually make sure that our federal programs, if we build basically opportunities in our system, which we are doing and have already done, you can actually use money that was set aside at the federal level and states for energy efficiency, and you can get seniors the air conditioning they need to survive. We are talking about pulling out every stop to make sure that our seniors are protected, the communities of color, and the outdoor workers that are experiencing excess heat stress, never mind excess pollution and lack of investment, actually get the investments we need. And that would also, I notice, when we talk about cooling centers, that would include schools as well in terms of our young people, right? 
Absolutely. You know, our education department is is focused a lot in the Build Back Better agenda that President Biden is in is planning to invest in and working with Congress now has money that's going into resilience, money that's going into our schools, match those up. And you have opportunities almost in every community to have a cooling center in schools ready for when the heat gets high. That's what we need to do. But it doesn't really stop there. There are lots of opportunities for us, like the Department of of Homeland Security is even engaging to do a competition on the best ideas for heat protection that they can identify. I mean, we are pulling out uh, all the stops because frankly, it's just an issue that lends itself to work in every community. It is an opportunity of partnership on climate with our state and local level. But most, you know, frankly, most importantly, it's an opportunity to recognize that so many individuals have been left behind. You know, if you're struggling for work, you're not going to be the one raising your hand saying, I need a heat break. Do you mind helping me out here? The, the, there's a struggle here in the labor community, and we have to be there to protect them. We have to be saying they deserve to have a right to have protections from this high heat. We're going to remind everybody that water breaks are necessary indoors and outdoors. We're going to provide flexibility and federal funding so our seniors don't sit there and swelter in the heat and die in silence. So there's things that we have to do together, every level of government, to actually recognize this as the challenge that it actually is and not allow it to be a silent killer any longer. More MIP after this message. And speaking of it being a silent killer, the number of heat-related related deaths is on the rise, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, it really is. And, and frankly, this is a challenge across the world. But for the richest country in the world, which is the United States, we have to be a leader in this. We have to pull out all the stops. We're doing work like at US EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, to do the kind of analysis we need to project the communities most vulnerable to heat impacts so we can focus forces. We're going to be working with every government has LIHEAP funds to make sure that they understand it's flexible enough to be able to get access to itching resources when needed. We're looking at Forest Service, looking at how we begin to look at tree cover in urban areas where it's always hottest, it's always most extreme, and how we begin to look at not those little teeny trees that you see planted every once in a while, but look at the kind of green space and covering and reflective surfaces that will dissipate the heat for people. You know, it's going to take time. I think we all believe that if if we uncover the kind of challenges that people are facing and we work together across the federal government, that we can get our initiatives together, which do a good job at getting ourselves out of the gate fast, and then work to develop the technologies and strategies that are going to be able to allow us to get where we need to go. The other thing, too, obviously, is, is fighting back the, the denial, the climate denial that is rampant. And sometimes it manifests itself, I'm sure you would agree, in just people feeling like, oh, well, this is just how it is. We're helpless to it. There's nothing that can be done. But it's not supposed to be this hot. Folks, there's an average an annual average of 702 heat-related deaths 
and 9,235 hospitalizations because of heat, according to the CDC. Is this not the first time really any White House has taken on, we've talked about climate change, but to take on heat specifically, this is the first time this has happened, right? Yeah, because we're seeing unprecedented record heat levels across the country. And I think, you know, you, you mentioned climate denial. Climate denial is waning uh, because people are beginning to see what's happening in their own communities and in their own lives. But what we need to ramp up is the great ideas on how to address this. We're not going to go back to the preheat days. You know, climate change is one of those issues where once it's changed, it's changed. So we have to ramp up. And really, that's what the president's build back bet better agenda really is. It's about investing in ourselves again, in our communities to keep people safe and healthy. So it's not just about investing in heat stress, but it's investing in how we manage our forests better so that they don't light on fire. It's about getting people the kind of services they need, our workers, to have good paying jobs and protections that the unions provide. So you have to have those water breaks. You have to have an ability to have heat stress temperatures out of in rulemaking so that we can go out and enforce those rules. You have to have an ability to actually build back our communities in ways where people can get clean transit they can access, get opportunities for electric vehicle infrastructures, which is going to be the path of the future. The resilience plan that this president wants is all about not just building like we used to, knowing that the world's changed, but looking at how the world's changed and building to those standards. But lastly, we know the UN is opening. President Biden is talking about global initiatives around COVID and everything else. Is is this heat challenge? Is this something that he's also discussing globally with other countries as well? He absolutely is because we want to set the standard. That's one of the reasons why we wanted this commitment to come out this week is that some, some challenges on climate we need people to understand are within their reach to address. We want everybody active and not thinking this is such a big planetary problem. It requires all these smart people to gather in New York City one one week a year. This is all about how we live our lives, how we invest in, in our country. These are not sacrifices. These are truly investments in our health and well-being, as well as the security and the future for our kids. And so we shouldn't be afraid to talk about the problems, we should be afraid not to, because then we won't be moving forward with the kind of initiatives that we all want to see. So I'm looking forward to the work going on in Congress, getting that wrapped up and running forward. And we want to show the rest of the world that the U.S. is back. That prior administration is no longer in power right now. We want to give the power to the people that we serve, because that's who President Biden knows he works for. Gina McCarthy, folks, is the first White House National Climate Advisor. She's working hard. We appreciate that because she's working so hard that doesn't give her time to root for the Red Sox when my Yankees get to Boston this weekend. (laughs) So I'm glad she's working hard. Uh, Not just for that reason, though. We need her uh, in this role. Pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to talk to you. And hope we can talk again sometime and you can keep us posted on how things are moving. Uh, And also whatever uh, our public, our listeners need to do to support 
all the initiatives you're involved in to wake us up about about what's really happening with climate. We want to do that as well. Okay. Thank you. Sounds great. Thanks, Reverend. All right. Thank you. All right. Take care now. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. Please remember to listen, like, and wherever you get your podcasts, please give the show a five-star rating. And please do spread the word. Let's all continue to pray for each other during this pandemic and this police-demic. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been made plain. Make it plain.